The following is presented by the Center for Political Innovation, CPI, Building American Socialism for the 21st Century. To learn more, visit cpiusa.org. All righty. Next question. Um, land back. You know, here's the thing. There are some indigenous folks in the United States who want autonomy. They want their own territory where the U.S. government has no jurisdiction. They want to be separate from the United States. And if if they want that, I would be for, for making sure that they got that. Um, many Native Americans in the United States want reparations. I'm obviously for that. Um, there are many Native Americans who don't want territorial autonomy. And there are some Native Americans who vote for Republicans, serve in the military. A lot of Native Americans serve in the military. A lot of Native Americans are very patriotic. So, it, again, this is something the indigenous people, you know, have to determine for themselves. But land back is this Internet meme. It's this dumb Internet meme by white people. And they've decided, you know, a bunch of white people have decided that all white people must be deported from the United States uh, because uh, because we're all Euro settlers and we're racist. And it's an excuse that Jason Anyruhe uses for why you're not allowed to believe in class struggle and why you're not allowed to preach socialism in the United States. Um, you know, uh, and it's a dumb internet thing. Okay, I, I, there may be some indigenous folks who believe in this, but I haven't met them, right? It is, it is mainly, it's a thing that Maoist, third worldist internet Maoists use so they can feel superior to all of the other people, you know, uh, you know, that's, that's all it is, right? It's their excuse to not participate in, in the class struggle. And, you know, it's, it's childish and you can derail any progressive struggle with this land back stuff. And I tweeted that out and someone said, that never happens. Yeah. It happens. It definitely happens. During Occupy Wall Street, so many people came and said, you can't call it Occupy Wall Street because that land is already occupied. You're, it, you use indigenous land. Okay. You know what I mean? And, and fact. 2017, the teachers of West Virginia went on strike. The teachers of West Virginia went on strike. And the local branch of Workers' World Party at the time was dominated. Now, there were some people there who didn't agree with it, but it was dominated largely by third worldists, Maoist third worldists. And so these Maoist third worldists, instead of supporting the teachers' strike, wrote a statement that the teachers were privileged white settlers, and instead of striking for higher pay, they should pay reparations to the Native Americans whose land they stole. And then they, below their statement, about why they didn't support the teacher's strike. They wrote, one settler, one bullet. So basically, uh, uh, this land back stuff was used by third worldists to scab on a teacher's strike in West Virginia, right? When the company thugs in West Virginia used to shoot striking workers, the third worldists, because they, you know, they hate white people and they're so edgy and they're all white too, which is what makes it so silly. Right? They didn't want to support the teachers' strike because some of them were Trumpers or some of them were evangelical Christians or whatever. So they wrote this statement not supporting the teachers' strike and instead saying one settler, one bullet, basically calling for the killing of the teachers that were on strike rather than supporting them. And, and instead of, instead of the, the Workers' World Party disciplining these young people, what they did is they went after the Detroit branch of the party that fought with them. The Detroit branch of the Workers' World Party, 
differences aside, is very labor-oriented and committed to labor unions. And they were busing their members in from Detroit to support the West Virginia teachers. And the leaders of Workers' World Party, Sarah Flounders, Larry Holmes, and Fred Goldstein, instead of support, you know, instead of opposing, you know, the 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 scabbing third worldists, they attacked the Detroit branch of the Workers' World Party because they're all about pandering to ID poll. I've seen this. Don't tell me this has never been done. This land back stuff, right? I'm for autonomy for indigenous folks. I am for I am for self-determination, for reparations, but but this this no one can ever protest anything because they're all, you know, they're all a bunch of, you know, Euro settlers. That's used to justify scabbing. It is. Uh, Brian Berletic, New Atlantis, has been uh, urging a chat between the two of you. I haven't heard about this, but I'm open to it. I haven't I haven't heard about this, but I'm open to chatting with him. I don't know who he is, but I'm open to, to chatting with him. I, you know, that has been used to justify scabbing. It has been used to, to, to you know, to, it was attacking Occupy Wall Street. You could use it against any progressive struggle when women were organizing for the right to vote. Oh, but if women vote, they're legitimizing a settler government. No, you can't march for the right of women to vote. Oh, what? Black people want to oppose Jim Crow segregation. Oh, they just want to be equal members of an evil settler regime in the United States. It's a, it's a dumb meme, okay? We get it. It's true. The United States was founded on the genocide of Native people. That happened. I don't deny that. I am for self-determination. I'm for reparation. But, but... You can derail any progressive struggle by saying this. And this is the excuse that Jason and others use to not engage in class struggle. It was the excuse that West Virginia Workers World Party people used to scab on the teachers' strike. And it was supported by Larry Holmes and Sarah Flounders and Deirdre Griswold and Fred Goldstein, who are, who are scum and who have destroyed what was once a strong working class party because of their egos. And no, I don't support this. I don't. I'm not going to play this land back game. I'm not going to play this game. I, I am for a government of action that fights for working families. I am for a new United States refounded on new anti-racist, anti-imperialist values. But I'm not for no one can ever do anything because this is an evil settler country. If you feel that way and you are white, leave the country. Your logic says you're on stolen land. If you're a white person and you want to do this land back thing, deport yourself. Deport yourself. That's what you need to do. If you feel that way. You are a white American and no one's allowed to protest anything and no one's allowed to say that they believe in American socialism because then they're a Nazi because this is an evil settler country. If you feel that way, live true to your principles and deport yourself and go and be Norway's problem. Go and be Sweden's problem. Go and be England's problem. But don't tell me what I can do. I believe that we need, we have a responsibility here in the center of the empire to organize and mobilize resistance. I believe it is our job, it is our responsibility here in the center of the empire to win working people in this country to be anti-imperialist. And it's gonna be hard and it's gonna be difficult and they're gonna spit on us and they're gonna reject us and we have to keep going. It is our responsibility as Americans in the center of the empire it is our responsibility to win people to anti-imperialism. I don't care if it's hard. I don't care if it's if it's too difficult. I don't care if it triggers you. I don't care if you want you feel like just sitting at home and playing video games and feeling superior about yourself. I don't care. It is your job. It is your job as an American at the center of the empire to try and win American workers, black, white, Asian, Latino, to anti-imperialism. That is your job. And if you don't do it because it's too hard and you just want to sit around and say, oh, we're all on stolen land, 
You're not doing your job. You are in dereliction of duty. I charge you with being in dereliction of duty as an anti-imperialist. I'm sick of this game. I'm so sick of this game, this, this word game that people play. Oh, we're all on, no one's allowed to be a communist. We're all on stole, stolen land. Go screw yourself. Go screw yourself. I would never say that to an indigenous person who feels that way. That's different. But I'm sorry. If you're a white communist and you are going around saying, oh, no one should protest. Oh, we can't talk about American socialism. Oh, we can't have, have teachers in West Virginia should pay reparations. They shouldn't go on strike. One settler, one bullet. Shut up. Shut up. You know, I'm tired of performative politics. I'm really tired of it. You know what real anti-imperialism looks like? Real anti-imperialism means that you support Minister Farrakhan. You support a black nationalist revolutionary and you get canceled for it by thought slime. You get hate. People call you a neo-Nazi, but you won't back down from it because you support black nationalism. That's real anti-imperialism. You know what real anti-imperialism is? Real anti-imperialism is, is standing with Russia and pointing out that Russia is a progressive anti-imperialist country fighting the imperialists, even if you get canceled for it on social media. Real anti-imperialism is exposing the lies about China and saying our enemy is on Wall Street. It's not in Beijing. And we need to stand in solidarity with China. Real anti-imperialism is going to Iran and standing with the Iranians and refuting the lies about Iran. Real anti-imperialism is taking the hard, difficult anti-imperialist positions, going to your working class brothers and sisters in the United States and winning them to see who their real enemy is. That's real anti-imperialism, my friend. Real anti-imperialism is not sitting there and going, I can spell America with three Ks. That is not anti-imperialism. That is not real anti-imperialism, my friend. That is not real anti-imperialism. Real anti-imperialism isn't calling people Nazis uh, because they say that, uh, you know, we need, we need to develop our own unique kind of socialism in America. That's not real anti-imperialism. I'm tired of your gesticulating and performing to try and show the world how so woke and revolutionary you are. No, real anti-imperialism is building a real working class anti-imperialist movement that can actually win. That's what real anti-imperialism is. Real anti-imperialism is standing with black nationalists. Real anti-imperialism is standing with the Iranians. Real anti-imperialism is standing with Russia, with China, with Venezuela, with Cuba, with Nicaragua. That is real anti-imperialism, my friend. And you're gesticulating and talking and yelling about how anti-imperialist you are. It's cowardly. I don't, I don't care about it. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the performative politics. You know, tweeting, tweeting at the end of the day is not revolutionary. Tweeting is not going to save the world. Building a real movement and not, you know, that is going to save uh, class struggle is important for indigenous rights. I agree. Uh, how do these debates over land back compare to the way racism was used to divide the labor movement? Isn't the answer for communists to take up indigenous issues to prevent scabbing? Sure. And I mean, again, I am for standing with the indigenous people. I am for their right to self-determination. I am, I am against what the U.S. government has done to them. I, you know, and that, that's all that needs to be said. I mean, I mean, it's pretty simple. Just like any colonized people, they have the right to self-determination. But, you know, that's, that's really what it gets down to. And, um, you know, and who, just so you know, just, just let's just throw this out there. Do you know who one of the main proponents of this land back stuff is? Just so you know, just throwing it out there. You know, one of the main proponents of land back and the idea that all the white people of the United States are all the evil oppressors, and that's why you're not allowed to be a communist here, Ward Churchill. Do you know what Ward Churchill did? 
Ward Churchill worked with the Contras of Nicaragua when the CIA was sending guns to crack-dealing murderers in Nicaragua to overthrow a socialist government. Ward Churchill thought it was okay because the Sandinistas believe in white European Marxism, even though the majority of indigenous of people in Nicaragua are 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 of indigenous heritage, even even though the Sandinistas, you know. So Ward Churchill went to Nicaragua with Russell Means to do the work of the CIA. To do the work of the CIA, he, he worked with the Contras. You know, Iran-Contra, you know, this Reagan scandal, the you know, people who brought crack to the United States. Ward Churchill worked with them in the name of, of this. So, you know, you want to tell me, I mean, sorry, you know, uh, Roxanne Dunbar-Ortiz wrote a very good memoir of the Contra War and showed how the indigenous movement was infiltrated by the CIA regime change industry. And uh, and this, this you know, all white Americans are the enemy. They're all Euros. This is, the CIA has no problem writing, you know, bankrolling that stuff. Because you know what? The Eastern establishment, they think the same thing. Why do you think they're trying to, you know, they've got, you know, they've got, you know, 13 reasons why on Netflix and, and teenagers are killing themselves because they, they see the broad masses of Americans as a problem too. They want to get rid of us also, right? I mean, they want to dissolve the United States into a global open international system. You know, why, why, I mean, why do you think they've got Instagram killing people? I mean, I mean, what is, what are we talking about on here? What are we always talking about on here? Right? The Eastern establishment, the CIA, the Malthusians, they don't care for the broad masses of Americans either. Right, So you know this idea that the broad masses of Americans, American working people are the enemy, they deserve to be poorer, they deserve to disappear, that, that is the political viewpoint of the wealthiest capitalists in the United States. It's the viewpoint of the wealthiest, most wealthy capitalists in the United States. It's not a revolutionary viewpoint, and it must be said. All right.